Hello, and welcome to the State of State. I'm your host, MC, and we are here at 88.1 Raleigh with the folks from the Bell Tower. Do, are you guys called officially Finish the Bell Tower, Save the Bell Tower? Uh, well, right now we, uh, we are a group called the Traditions Commission with NC State, and there are about 15 of us in all, and our primary goal uh, in their Traditions Commission at large is just to uh, bring NC State uh, awareness to their traditions, past, present, and future. Uh, of course, when I say future, we don't know what they are, but we hope to connect them to those. And uh, one cause that we've decided to bring forward to the NC State community is that of finishing its beloved bell tower. Okay, and so I guess first off, we should start with who is the mystery voice we are hearing? What is your name, sir? The mystery voice. My name is Matthew Robbins. I'm a third-year graduate student in architecture in the College of Design here at NC State. But you're not the only one in here. I am who not. else have we got? We have others. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hansen. I'm a junior in history, and I'm just really excited about the commission and getting this project done. I'm Jake Bulderworth, a senior in business administration, and I just love how easy to get involved with this project, and I'm really excited about it. I'm Jay Dawkins, outgoing student body president. I'm here to help them with the project. And he had nothing better to do. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, and so your project is finishing the bell tower. Right. I'm, I'm guessing the average student that's listening right now, and I could maybe include myself in this, um, walks by the bell tower every day and hears it go bing, bing, whenever it's like 15 minutes after or 30 minutes after, or the hour for that matter. And it looks really pretty when we win because red lights go on it. Right. When we win whatever we win, I guess. Mm -hmm. And there are flags around it. And Krispy Kreme happens around it. Right. Lots of puke. Oh. Oh, yeah, lots of puke. <laughs> that is true. But, but other than that, um, I guess, what is there to finish of the bell tower? Well, I mean, uh, a lot of that. Guys, chime in, please, uh, if, you, if you. Oh, wow. Ha ha. If, uh, if you have anything to say, totally. Um, well, it, it starts off, you know, a long time ago when the, the guys, we call them our forefathers, before us, uh, were in a bit of a budget crisis. And as far as they got with the tower was to finish the granite part, which is the outer part, the part that we can see and, and know of that, you know, assures us the tower's finished. And when the Government Works Progress Administration finished the tower, the granite work, in 1937, they said, the furniture and everything else on the inside is up to you. Well, at that point, the Alumni Memorial Committee, the group chosen by the uh, alumni to head up the project, were still pretty much bankrupt, and all they really got each year was about, let's say, uh, a few hundred dollars from each senior class, which really wasn't enough to purchase and install a full set of bells, 54 to be exact, that were called for in the original carillon that was proposed in 1920. So um, the need comes from the fact that the tower has still never been finished with its original set of bells. There is no staircase inside the tower. There are no bells inside the tower, and there's no way to play any bells inside the tower. So really the only thing in the memorial tower is the small shrine room, which should have opened up to the top, and uh, a tablet dedicated to those 33 state college men who died and gave the ultimate sacrifice in World War I. And that was why it was initially built, correct, as a memorial to those folks? Yes, yes, it, it was, and we really have gotten the support from the community because it doesn't just belong to NC State, it belongs to the entire community. Everyone who's ever looked at it, celebrated around it after a win, anyone who's, you know, worn it on their T-shirt has owned, and has owned the bell tower, and it's really important that they get involved. Yeah, I know that I'm graduating, and I was looking at announcements, and it was, like, between other places and, like, the ones officially from state, I guess, and the ones from state had the bell tower on them, and I was like, I want that. And it's not even a bell tower. It's just a tower right now. So. The tower. Hmm. All right. So um, what got you guys specifically interested in this project, like you personally? Whoever wants to start, just say your name first. That way they know who you are. I'm Jake, and what got me started was I wanted to find something I could get involved in, like something major with the university and just the community at large. Like the bell tower is a cornerstone of our university. And so I, hearing Matt, we were at one night at Bojangles, he told me, remember this night, he was telling me everything about it and just all, all the information he had and how much history is behind it and just how it ties everyone in Raleigh and the whole entire state together. So it's something I wanted to get involved with and work with because I, I didn't know all of the backstory and all of the – the little things about it, you know, how it's not finished yet. So that student involvement is something I wanted to be a part of. And it's something, it's, you know, time, it's so easy to do. Like I can just 
it's, it's something that, you know, everyone, you know, has a piece in. And I just I like knowing that it's something I'm doing something that's going to affect people generations down the line. Absolutely. And I'm, I remember when I first met Matt Robbins, he was <laughs> so fired up about just putting a bell on the bell tower in the first place. One of the <laughs> first steps to finishing this thing. But I think the best story of all isn't really how we all got involved, but how Matt kind of came to start this project. It's really incredible. I think we all have our own Matt Robbins story, but um, <laughs> it's, it really is just his passion and his understanding for the need in the community that really has galvanized the commission into getting involved. And as a history major myself, I can appreciate the need for public history and embracing it and making sure it's around for future NC State students. And I saw online when I was doing a little research um, the the discussed repairs to the bell tower itself, like the fact that it has some leaks and some discoloration and perhaps like the pathways around it. Mm -hmm. um, have you talked to the university about this specific interest of getting a bell in the bell tower and how has that been received? Sure. Um, in the beginning of the project, a lot of things we were discussing with the administration was the, the beginning project, the pilot project was of course to get the old city bell in the tower because all of my research at that time had pointed to it was supposed to have gone there in the first place. So I guess where was the old city bell? The old city bell was on top of Withers Hall which at the time I found it was a chemistry building, but it's now been renovated for CHAS and what's in there? Like foreign history. history. Yeah. Foreign language. Foreign languages. Foreign languages. Yeah, there we go. Because it used to be in 1911. And, um, and I thought that really strange. Why is there a bell on top of a chemistry building? Didn't, didn't really make much sense. And I found that it had been brought there by uh, Colonel Harrelson, who was the chancellor at the time, and his buddy Max Gardner, who was governor, with the intentions of putting it in the tower because at that time they were having a hard time finding bells to put into it. So uh, last year I spoke to the student senate. They fast-tracked and passed a resolution to get the bell placed in the tower. Well, as the whole story unfolded, by the end of it, uh, we really knew uh, and found out that whenever we, when Jay and I went up there to do some acoustic testings as uh, to uh, ring the bell and see how it sounded, uh, on behalf of the Bell Company, because they weren't here. They were in Charleston and in France. And we did some recordings for them, and they said, this bell isn't tuned. There's no way we can tune this bell. And we're like, of course, it's it's a fire bell. It's not made to have a pretty noise. It's made to make a loud noise. So uh, with help of the university, who have who have been very um, receptive to this project and have, nothing, have done nothing but challenge us and help us along the way, um, that bell found its final resting place, Back again with the fire department where it started in the early 1900s, uh, where I've been told is going to be installed in the uh, Leitner, the new public, the, the last, his last name is Leitner, but public safety center joint effort between the police department and the fire department to be a living bell and be something uh, noted that will be uh, down in the public record and won't be, you know, incarcerated like it was on top of the building, but, you know, be a part of something that people can always you know, interact with and be with them. But so the administration has always been uh, helpful with this, and I've talked to several people who have um, definitely propelled this project and done nothing but but help it along the way. And I guess when I first heard you say this story, I got kind of curious as to how you found a bell on top of a building. Oh yeah, uh, this this goes this goes into a lot of things. Um, for my master's thesis in architecture school, I'm working on the how the different buildings on campus, how they all evolved, how they each, you know, became their own character, as well as how things grew as, you know, a master plan for campus. Did we have one? Did we not have one? What's going on here? And I wanted to understand and see what happened back then versus what it looks like now. So I, I, uh, I talked to one of the facilities people that I had always gotten in contact with if I needed to get on a roof of a building, and I went Those up there. exist. Right. These people do exist, and they're here to help students. Promise. Get on top of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. Just so I, yeah, no, totally. I don't want to break in or anything. But uh, <laughs> so I could take some pictures and do a compare and contrast because the old image I had was taken from on top of the same building. Naturally, I want to go up there and take the same picture and compare them. So I'll go up there and I say, there's a bell on top of this building. Why is it here? And, you know, then on, the rest is history. Very cool. Okay. So you guys kind of mentioned, you know, your history and your this and that. But where, where, did, where and when did you become a cohesive group moving forward? That's Jay's question. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I think it all starts with Matt again. Um, <laughs> he got involved in student government. And, of course, uh, I had to appoint a lot of people to help out Matt at the beginning of the year. So uh, I found some people that were passionate about this project that wanted to help out and put them in touch with Matt. 
and he's really uh, plays people to work. We're talking about uh, buttons, uh, T-shirts, all kinds of stuff. Soon to be on sale. Oh, there you go, exactly. And mm -hmm. um, and Matt's really uh, kind of coordinated this effort to start a student initiative to uh, make this happen. I mean, because if it's going to happen, it's going to be because of the students at NC State, because of this team. And uh, it all starts somewhere, and that's here. Word. <laughs> word. Word. I like that word. Have you had to uh, <laughs> seek approval of certain, like, city ordinances and things like that? I guess loud noises are not always well-received oh, and yes. putting... How many? 54? 54. 54 little they're... loud noises in one <laughs> in little place. With regard to students. Um, so, no. <laughs> no. Students make noise? Never. <laughs> I didn't think so. They're quiet noises. Of course. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Whenever I uh, was charged by the administration to go and figure out what the response from the community would be, um, some gentlemen in the administration advised me to go speak with the fire department because it started with them go speak with uh, nine separate veterans organizations to be you know, to make sure since it's a you know to a memorial to those in World War 1 a military memorial that they were on board with it. I also spoke with um, the mayor about the project and uh, the Grand Lodge of Ancient Free and Accepted Masons since they laid the cornerstone in 1921. So just to go all over the community and really see what the uh, what the overall response was and it was very well received and people were ultimately right behind it as far as an endorsement went. And that was very early. That was like February of 08. So even back then, people were very responsive to it. And because it already does what we're intending on it to do, when we're finished with it, there's no real new thing that we have to seek out as far as ordinances go. Gotcha. How many people that you talked to within the community that weren't students necessarily um, knew that there were no bells in the bell tower? Uh, I don't, I don't like really. Zero? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really know of a single person who actually knew the whole story. And most students still don't know that there aren't any bells in the bell tower. I mean, we refer to it as the bell tower, so it only makes sense that there would be bells. But we are listening to a speaker every time we hear those lovely, lovely chimes at the hour and on the half hour. And we're being lied to inevitably by a speaker system, and no one knows that it doesn't exist. And for the most part, people are either really upset and they want to help, or they just, you know, don't care. The more apathetic part, however, is very minute, and they just, you know, wouldn't care way so we want the people who are really really passionate and really upset that they're the ones that are going to help us finish this yeah exactly that's why i got involved because when matt told me you know there were no real bells up there i was like oh my gosh really you know i it was just shocked me that that that's <laughs> happening so it just it got me involved and i'm so excited about this project right now the speaker that you speak of was it installed initially when they put the bell tower up as to kind of like suffice as bells or did that kind of come later when we were like oh look it looks like a bell tower but it doesn't make noise or how exactly did that happen i've, I've told that you know all about this so if i throw you something you can't answer let me know but all i right. doubt that i can no uh, this this is a common question too um so as far as as far as bells in the bell tower go when the tower was when the granite part was finished in 37 the committee said all right we need we need more we need lights to light it up at night which were donated by the class of 38. Uh, we need a clock. I lied. The clock was 38. The clock, clock face, and the hands, all donated by the class of 38. The lights by the class of 39. And then after that, there was a period of about 10 years where they were raising money for bells. And until the very last year, they finally threw up their hands and said, there is no way with the infrastructure we have now, even in 49, with the alumni we have, the current pledges we have, there's no way we can actually make enough money to get the 54 bell carol on that we had planned up in this tower. Because at that time, it would have been right around $100,000. And for them, that still was financially unfeasible because they were still recovering from the Depression. Times were prosperous, but not that prosperous. So from 1921, they're still working on their original design that they had set forward and said, we're really going to do this. But uh, right around the end... I found a letter from the uh, head, the chairman of the memorial committee, C.L. Mann, uh, to the architect of the memorial who lives in New York, basically saying, there's no way that we're going to be able to do this. So is there a substitute for bell chimes? Is there something like an amplified bell system that we could put inside to, as a placeholder for the bells? So we know that there won't ever be a substitute for the bells, but there's going to be some time before we can get them into the tower. What do you think about all this? So that conversation right there was the beginning of what was to be the amplified sound chimes. Um, it's called an electronic carillon, 
and it's the original was composed of 23 little metal rods that are stashed away in, in a closet in the basement of Holiday Hall, the main building. You literally have to walk through coats like Narnia to get to these things. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and originally there were 23 of them, which you know were to be able were accessed by a keyboard. Somebody could go and play them. And these rods were kicked from the bottom and amplified thousands upon thousands of times out of the speakers of the tower. And then in 86, we got an, uh, an upgrade, and they put in a 246 Samantra Bell Caroline uh, that was played electronically, now of which none of those actually work. The ability to play the Caroline in Holiday Hall, the electric one, is, has been diminished because of things breaking and things not working. The tower bells that ring on the hour won't even ring at 3.30, 5.30, and 12.30 for reasons I don't even know. I've picked at it, and I still can't figure it out. So this thing is on its way out, and it's, and it's malfunctioning, and it's not working very well. So this is finally the time when we can step up and say we have a solution. And have you guys been raising funds for this? Because you mentioned that was kind of an issue beforehand, and how have you done so? Sure. Um, as far as funds go, uh, I guess the biggest prop was whenever the NNO article came out two Sundays ago about uh, the head of the article is uh, Tower may finally sing with its true voice. And I spoke with the reporter for a good three hours about the story, and he was really enthusiastic about it, and it made front page of the Sunday paper above the fold. And uh, that's prime real estate as far as newspapers concerned. I know, yeah, that's was, a big deal. Yeah, I was. I mean, we were absolutely excited about this. And from that, we've gotten um, inquiries from all over the United States, alumni and people not even associated with state that are already interested in giving money. And nowhere in the article did we say we're accepting donations or point your donations <laughs> here. Yeah, because, you know, this isn't the time to be soliciting donations because of the economy. But... If people want to give, we're definitely not going to say no to that because this um, this project is, you know, it's crucial that those type of people bring themselves forward because that's the nature of the tower. That's how it was constructed in the first place, and that's how it's going to get finished because we're not interested in levying any fee on students. We're not interested in doing any kind of, uh, you know, mandatory fee that the taxpayers put on. We're not interested in doing any of that. And if this thing is going to get finished, it's going to be completely at 129% done by donations and people who want to make it happen. Okay. And we'll pick up with that because I think you guys have a little bit more to say about probably how you are looking to raise some funds in the future after we take a quick break. So stay tuned to WKNC Raleigh. And we'll be taking phone calls on this short, short, short break that we've got. So if you have a burning question for any of these guys, you can give us a call at 860-0881 or 515-2400. Stay tuned for more State of the State with the Bell Tower folks in a minute. WKNC 88.1 Raleigh, and we are back with the State of State. I'm your host, MC. And today we are talking with Matt Robbins, Jake Bloodsworth, Jay Dawkins, and Rebecca Hansen. If I botched your names, you guys can yell at me now. Hey, you did great. All right, yeah, awesome. About finishing the bell tower that we've got. And you're like, what? The bell tower is not a bell tower? If you weren't listening, that's what we've been talking about. And you're more than welcome to call in. Our number is 860-0881 or 515-2400 if you've got questions for these guys. But I cut them off in the middle of them talking about um, some financial resources for putting some bells in our bell tower. So I'm going to let them go back to that. And whoever wants to start, just identify yourself and uh, let us know a little bit about that. Sure. I'm uh, Matt Robbins. And uh, just to shut off a little bit of it, I want to I talk about how it's perceived here. Because, yes, it's about finishing the bell tower, about finishing our icon. But it's also a lot about regaining the student voice that we once had that is a sense of our identity as NC State students or those associated with the Wolfpack. Um, let's say you walk up into Meredith College or you walk up into St. Mary's and, you know, there's a sense of identity there because you're walking through these gates, you're instantly there, and you have this sense of, I'm here, welcome home. Or if you're a dude, then not welcome home, but here's where my girlfriend lives. I don't know. <laughs> or my sister. Or my sister. Oh, oh. My mom. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> mom goes to college. Awkward. <laughs> my mom does. No, I'm just kidding. No, she really does, but it's okay. Continue mom on. Goes to college. So they have this sense of arrival, this sense of place. 
And whenever I remember when I was an incoming freshman and my parents were looking for campus and they're like, are we on campus yet? What's happening? Wait, did we just pass by campus? <laughs> so, you know, you can happen upon campus and you know, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. So we're looking here for a sense of place. And what we don't have in the physical world, we can't tear down all of NC State and rebuild it differently. So what we're looking why at Why would here, we want to do that? Why, we wouldn't want to do of that. Of course That's not. We are. So short of doing that, what else can we do? Well... This project is an attempt at restoring that psychological aspect of a sense of unity and a, and a sense of one voice. With 32,000 students, we're huge now. We don't have what we had back in the 30s and 40s when there were only you know several hundred to a thousand students here. Everyone pretty much had seen everyone around and could say their name more than likely and were involved with some organization with them. We don't necessarily have that now. So this project is an attempt to bring back and reinstate that lost voice that we once had a long time ago as a United Wolfpack family. And uh, Jay's got some things he wants to say about uh, senior class. What was that? Absolutely. Well, I was, I was just elected senior class president, and uh, every Woo! senior class, <laughs> uh, in this case the class of 2010, um, has to have a senior class gift. And you might look back into the history of NC State and notice that the classes between 1941 and about 1948 didn't really have a big senior class gift physically present on campus. But it's because they were giving their money to the Chimes Fund when the bell was still, or the tower was still not complete, and they were trying to install some form of bells in the bell tower. Well, that didn't end up happening, and we ended up having what we have today, the electric carillon. But again, we have another opportunity to make that right. And I think, again, that this being a student effort is key. And what better way to start than having the senior class gift of next year being money towards putting bells in the bell tower? And I think a lot of students are behind that. Obviously, we're going to leave this up for the class to decide, but I sure hope that this is the project we go forward with. That's excellent. What other projects would you propose other than that? I mean, um, has there been any really strong initiative for anything better than the bells? Absolutely not. Not right now. I haven't heard much. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but again, yeah, the, the key to this is that it's up to the students to decide and, and to move forward with this because that's where the weight and the power of this movement comes from. I mean, just like back in the 40s, um, the students were completely behind these efforts. In fact, at one point, I think it was 1947 or 48. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 47. 47. Um, students actually voted. 98% of the students voted, which is point. That's incredible. Um, but they all voted to give up their basketball tickets um, and to sell those in order to put money into this fund. Now, I'm not their saying we do that today. basketball tickets? That's right. And that was back in uh, Thompson, what is now Thompson Theater, yeah. actually, Holy where they moly. played basketball. Um, but not saying that we advocate for that today, but, but showing that <laughs> Students getting behind something can make big things happen. And I think this is the case. Just a random, random note. But if that did happen today, it would, <laughs> just one game, it would pay for the entire carillon. Really? Yeah. If we gave them up. Or, or, we, or we went and we discounted, or, you know, hypothetically. You paid for it. Students would pay the, the face value of the ticket. Or, or maybe half the face value. I don't know. Just, it's not like we're advocating to say do that. But it's just an idea of saying... The, the power but that's how students. feasible the money is. Exactly, I mean, with, exactly. With a big congregation of us, which we are. Exactly. Right, and this is certainly a movement that can capture that student voice that a lot of times we might feel like is missing in NC State. Um, we're divided up into so many different colleges here, and if you ask a student um, where they go to school, it's like, well, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an engineering student at NC State, or uh, I'm in, uh, I'm in Chass, Cal's, or, or Ka uh, Chass, or yeah. PAMS. Um, and, and getting kind of a voice of, I'm an NC State student, and here's what I stand for. I think it's something we're going after here and. uh Hopefully we'll hit on a lot of. That's definitely the premise of this show, at least, is to try to kind of find those things that go unnoticed. I think that you guys have a little bit more rec recognition than some of the other things, but I think it's a very noble cause, and I think it's a very uniting thing because it's not just you guys being us, the student leaders, or being us, the people of Chass, or being us, the people of the community, but it's everyone mm -hmm. all together, yeah, which I sure. think is a pretty cool thing because I think a lot of times a lot of people think that Raleigh is a city, and NC State is a school. Right. But when they look at our yeah. our um, evil arch nemesis people that are a couple towns away that are playing in some mm -hmm. basketball game tonight, which I hope they lose. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But <laughs> when we look at those guys, a lot of times the draw, I think, is that they very much have a college town feeling. Like Right. They were founded as a college town. Right. Yeah. But I think that this is a great way to move kind of more towards that. Not that we necessarily need to be them by any stretch of the imagination, because, gosh, who would want to be? But That is a stretch, isn't it? <laughs> but I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, so you yeah, also think... said something about giving a voice to the students, because it used to be that people could, like, recognize each other and talk to each other by names. What? I know. But 
we nowadays have a thing called the Facebook. And so I'm thinking that perhaps you guys might maybe utilizing that. Yeah, sure. Before, uh, before everything gets too crazy, uh, we want to thank Jay for being here. He has to roll out or uh, get some other stuff done. Jay, thanks for being here. And uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Call Jay if you have any questions about the senior class gift. Yeah. This hour. Talk to talk to him about your senior class gift, all you seniors or people that aren't seniors, maybe. Yeah, even. Even. Hey, that works, too. Bye. Bye, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, I think uh, Becca wants to say something about the... We do have a Facebook group. It's just Finish the Bell Tower, exclamation point. And just go on there, go ahead and add us, and we will definitely let you know about everything going on, where you can find our T-shirts that we will be selling after Easter break in the Brickyard. Um, We'll also have Cornhole out in the Brickyard that day. It's going to be closer towards the end of the week, but definitely Wednesday on um, after Easter. The shirts are relatively a great price. It's cheaper than a dinner out or a movie ticket so definitely try to find one of those or number 10 at mcdonald's yeah or number 10 or five double cheeseburgers <laughs> um so um find us on facebook also if you are interested in working with us as a commission we um would love to hear from you and we would love your support and your talents if you have any creative smart pr um or if you like to ways, talk exactly like any one of us up here but Who likes to talk what <laughs> <laughs> but we um we also are looking for someone to help with our website that we have with all those great pictures of what the bell tower is and hopefully what the bell tower will look like after this project is over right so we're always looking for new talent so if you would like to be a part of this commission definitely just go on the facebook group find us email us we will definitely love to have you a part of it so just definitely find us we also have a twitter feed What's what's your Facebook group one more time before you go away from that? Finish the bell tower. Finish the bell tower. Yeah, just to talk a bit about that. Um, you spoke about the website. Just um, as a result of having the Facebook group, just last week I was notified by a a gentleman, a student who wants to be involved with the commission, who who said he wants to do you know do the website and help us do that. So that's another example of you know ways people step up, want to get involved. And it's, you know, this is going to be something huge. It's going to be something big. And it's going to literally rock the foundations of the NC State community, without a doubt. And, and the people who've caught the vision want, you know, want to see it through to fruition and are stepping up to make those things, you know, even as small as creating a web domain, which someone has generously done for us, um, uh, giving us, you know, web space, creating a website, um, you know, all kinds Designing of people. Designing uh, image for our shirts that are, we have coming. Yeah. Out. Oh, Everything has been Big done. thanks to... Uh, my friend Alex Ford, who is a graphic designer uh, now and very good at what he does, a graduate of the College of Design a few years ago. He designed the front of the shirt and the back of the shirt, so props to him for doing that. Um, very talented person. And uh, it's just been you know, a, really good, a really good trip. And the Facebook group is the best way that I can think of right now to stay involved. All of the links to all of the present news articles are there on the front. A few animations and fly-throughs are there, and it also gives the commission an ability to instantly um, email and send message, Facebook messages to the constituents of the group. So you're always plugged in, and you know when things are happening and are able to invite your friends. And I was looking for you guys' Facebook group online, and I noticed that you have gathered so much attention <laughs> that there's also... Well, I'll let you talk about the numbers on that, <laughs> but there's also a group that says... Do not finish yes. the bell tower. You saw this the other day. We always have naysayers. Yeah. Sixty but, people are in this. But you know what? You know what? With every with every action has an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> and you know you're you know you're doing something right when there's somebody against it. You I know. know that's what you, I'm saying. Sixty people are like, no, are don't do it. Sixty people are against people. it, but you know how many people are for it? It's how many? We, how many you got? We, oh, do you know? On the over Facebook. Over two thousand yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah it's we've over two thousand. The two thousand mark. And, and when did you guys launch this? A week ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Two weeks ago. I mean, we it's it's just been amazing to see people from all walks of life, not just students, but alumni. You know, I get messages every day from people. And if you're out there listening, I have heard your message. I just it's going to take a while because <laughs> we are overloaded. But um, people saying, Yeah, can you ship a t shirt to Texas? Or can you um, you know we need a we need a t shirt here, I'd love to buy a few, or I want to tell my friend about this, you know. And all these messages from people their students, their alumni, their parents, their their kids in high school. I mean, it's just amazing the amount of people who have responded to this. And we do have the occasional naysayer that goes on the Facebook group and says, you know, we don't want the bells and the bell tower. And then we talk to them and we talk a little bit more and then they change their mind and they realize what a great program and what we're doing and why this doesn't just benefit them. So 
people are definitely changing their tune once they know all their facts. Right. Changing their tune. Exactly. <laughs> Bells. Bells. We're not trying to make all these bad puns. <laughs> we are. We're really <laughs> But it makes you realize how many little things you say in your life relate to sound and music and... Bell towers and without bells. Oh, really? Relates. Have there been any other improvements that you've thought of that could be made to the bell tower? Like, I guess my thought was when I did a little research on it um, that it was made as a, a memorial initially. So when you put the bells in, would they go maybe as like a memorial to some other group of people that have come back from wars? Sure. Or something else? Or has there been any talk of things of that nature? Absolutely. There have been uh, several talks and I'm in uh, conversations with the bell founder who uh, who were talking? They're the people who cast the bells and who tune them and put the inscriptions on them and everything. How many of those people are there? In the there world? aren't a lot, <laughs> but you know there there are some bell founders that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years that did this thing, especially in Europe. Well, it's like the Liberty Bell. I mean, is what it looks like. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, the one that you found at least was well, it's, like it's it's pretty large. And it's if like you, a there's beast. a there's actually a replica of the Liberty Bell. It's like the I think they did it on the uh, bicentennial or tricentennial of the. Uh, of the country or something? Sure. Am I close? I don't yeah. even know. But uh, there's a... <laughs> my dates yes. can be wrong when I'm thinking ad hoc. Um, so there's a, a, a replica of the Liberty Bell behind a bush near the legislative building on the Halifax Mall near the Museum of Social Sciences. And, or history, I lied. And uh, so over there behind a bush, go take a look. It's a, there's a little plaque in front of it, but it has nothing to do with the bell, but... You can ring a little clapper inside and see what it would sound like. It was just really neat to see that. But the same people who make that are the people we're looking to um, get the bells for the Carillon. And our tower also did the ones at Wake Forest and Wake Chapel. So if you're around Winston-Salem and you hear the ones in Wake Chapel, the ones that we will get will have a very same sweet tune. Um, and did you pick that company, I guess, that you're looking at specifically for their ties to anyone at NC State in particular? or uh, Not necessarily. Um, they sought me out in the beginning. And, you know, I, I talked to several group, several different types of Bell founders. And the administration and I, you know, had talks and we selected these based upon their past history of doing work on the tower as far as the clock and repairs go. And uh, they had done work on it before. So we thought that would be, you know, a good way to usher that into the future since they are already familiar with it why not right um i guess so the talk with maybe donating anything else or or sprucing the bell tower up in any other way has that talk occurred either well um going back to your question about uh can it be a memorial absolutely we've thought about the biggest bell in it will be the f below middle c and will be about uh a little over two (laughs) thousand pounds yeah i've learned a lot about bells doing this (laughs) awkward but it's been a really really good road here but um it will be about right over 2,000 pounds and will be, you know, almost four feet tall, almost three feet wide. And you know, it's a significant bell. And on it will be the NC State Block S along, this is what we're hoping for and we've proposed, uh, will be the names of all the students who made that bell happen because that is the most expensive bell. It has the most bronze in it. And it will be, you know, somewhere under $100,000, right around 80000 or maybe even sixty, depending on the price of bronze when we buy it. But that will be the most expensive one, and the students are pushing for that one to make it happen. And a better way to memorialize that one than to have all the people who made it happen, their names on there because they made a donation. But as far as, since it is a memorial, it is only fit that in some way, and there's still talks of this, to um, memorialize those who have died furthermore in World War One. Uh, in Vietnam, the Korean conflicts, um, Iraq conflicts, things like that, that have happened and are pertinent in, in our minds still. So we still see it ultimately being a memorial because that's what it was built to do, and we believe it should be perpetuated as such. Did you have conversations or have you had any conversations with like the ROTC folks here or yeah. people of that nature? And Absolutely. Whenever uh, the original Withers Bell project was getting off the ground, uh, the administration made it a point to me to go talk to everyone I could possibly think of about this project that would be related. I spoke to the three heads of the ROTC units on campus, and they were all like, there's no bell in the memorial. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and they were no all initially knows. for this. Nope. They were all originally for this. You know, for this project, they were endorsing it 110. percent And if I, if they asked me, they said, "If you need any help, let us know." And have been very gracious uh, to extend to me that you know that right hand of you know I want to help you. It's been a very good road so far, and have barely found resistance because most people see this as something viable that needs to happen and has been long overdue. 
So I guess another question I thought of um, was how have others helped you? I know it was initially your idea and you went and talked around to people. Mm-hmm. It was just the reaction of those folks of why are there not bells in the bell tower that got them started? Or did they, I, I guess, if you're a student and you have an idea mm-hmm. and you think it's really important, maybe not everyone else does. Of course. And I can see how this one is important to a lot of people, but perhaps there's something else out there and someone else out there that has an idea, how would they go about putting it into action as you've done with yours? Oh, man, that's a great question. Um, and if, if there's any proof of you believing in something and wanting to do it enough, I mean, it's if one person can make a difference, this project has proved to me that more than anything. And the, the guys in the commission can even, you know, can also endorse this statement, the fact that if you want to do something and you feel passionate enoughly about it, you can get up and you can do whatever you want. I mean, you're from NC State. You're going to be equipped with the skills you're going to need to succeed in the workforce. So get up, stand up, and, and stand up for what you believe in. Because if you're not going to you know, do that, then what right do you have to say, let's do this or do that, if you're not even going to be behind the idea you're proposing? So if you're going to be behind something, you've got to show people and demonstrate through knowledge, through, you know, it comes also with organization, it comes with execution of your plan, and it comes with speaking in front of people. And that's something I've also learned how to do effectively. I mean... uh, Well, and also surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are equally as passionate, as equally involved and organized to help do what you want to do. And it's really getting those people on board and making sure that they have that mission, they have those goals that you yourself... And doing your research, like Matt, you know, knows... A wealth wealth of information about the bell tower and just hearing that and seeing all the actions that take place. I mean, he has so much passion for it and the commission in general, like that, that inspires me to want to help this. And I know that just from seeing people talking to people with our buttons, we've been trying (laughs) to hand out that, you know, so many people have so many questions and just seeing that passion, just it flows through each of us and how we're able to all grasp that. I think it's really great. We were at the Renaissance Festival on Hillsborough Street a while back in the pouring rain. So thanks for coming out if you saw us. And people would come to us to try to get out of the rain, and they realized, hey, these kids know what they're talking about. And it's not just a student initiative. It's not, It's an actual dynamic group that's going to do some powerful things on campus. And they saw that. They saw that in us. And they stayed around a little bit longer and learned a little bit more. And they're going to share that information with their friends and it's just going to grow like wildfire. Yeah. I'll tell you a little bit about, you know, what I think of the commission in terms of, uh, the type of people that are in it. We were out there, um, in the rain <laughs> oh and a majority, a very large percentage of the people that were in the commission were out there in the rain. And it was really cool because I know a lot of organizations have problems with getting their membership out to do something. Or, you know, if, if we have something on the calendar, oh, I got homework. Oh, I got this to do. I got that to do. Or something came up. Or, yeah, I'd rather sleep or or whatever. But these guys were out in the pouring rain advocating for this cause. And it's the fact that in the pouring rain, there were like 10 of us. At this booth, people thought there were other people at this booth. So they're like, what are all these people gathering for? (laughs) When it's actually the commission itself. And so, yeah, Yeah. that itself was enough to pull people in. So the fact that the commission has begun to embody its mission of sharing with each other and sharing with uh, the NC State community, the traditions of NC State, and the, the mission of the tower and the mission of, you know, what we as a commission and student government have been doing just speaks a lot about the people who are involved in the commission. And I can't say enough awesome words about them because they have gone oh, above. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> y'all have gone above and beyond the call of duty when it comes to this because y'all are, y'all are always at the meetings. We're, we're out. We're always making buttons. It's not fun. Fighting it takes forever. Yeah. yeah, the machine breaks. But we love IRC because mm-hmm. they let us use it. Props. Definitely. properties thank you thank you and um and if you have another button maker i'm sure they'd love to we talk would. to you that's too. one of those skills that we're desperately looking for they another. make like a hundred yeah, once yeah. would love to see you <laughs> if you're good at cutting out you know images, <laughs> we also need that skill so, so i mean it, it's also important to see here this is also it's a grassroots movement it starts with zero and we started from zero and we've actually progressed from zero as a few a few days ago <laughs> when i went to the grand lodge of masons to ask them you know, since their historic involvement in the 1920s has them laying the cornerstone, the fundraising actually started in uh, lodges across North Carolina, not just in Raleigh alone. And I spoke at the meeting and uh, I gave about seven to ten minute presentation on how the lodge can be once again involved in the cornerstone of this project. 
and giving seed money to the campaign so that seed money gets uh, buys the sets of shirts and then the shirts the shirts are then sold at a very cheap price which is you know very cheap for students and you know is really cool and mm-hmm. all of that can then be put into the chimes fund all hundred all hundred percent of it none of it is going to be put back into the shirts because the shirts are sponsored so what then is you know, $2,500 from the Grand Lodge becomes $5,000. And then what's 5000 becomes 10000 And the money begins to grow because of the people who have invested into it. We, and just so, have, we have so many people to thank. Just the designers, the support. Every, everyone's just been so instrumental in us being here right this second. Being oh, yeah, able absolutely. to have shirts next week and a giant bell tower man out there harassing people. So definitely come see him if you want to. And Oh, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> yes. Like, be a, like a mascot? Oh, yeah, it's going to be like, you know how they have like agromech man out there yeah, and big yeah. foam suit? Yeah. Oh, we have a, we'll we're going to one-up that. So, You're going to have a bell tower man? Oh, yeah, or woman. Or woman. The bell tower figure? Person. Bell tower person, yes. That's awesome. Is that's that gonna is that going to be like a new mascot for it games and stuff? Oh, goodness. <laughs> that would well, be really funny. That's, that's a different project that the commission will get behind, you know, after. Are they going to get like one of those Anyone blow guns <laughs> and like shoot the bell tower shirts up in the audience? That's, awesome. that's such a good idea. That is. See, we need your help. See, look at that. <laughs> yes, I just coming right now. Well, we, de- we kind of have this giant cornhole set where you can put the bell into the giant cornhole bell Tower, tower. Yeah. so you're gonna have to come out and play and man you guys are shirt. creative so definitely it's just a good yeah. time and it's one of those traditions of nc state that we really want to support and be a part of is just the community involved yeah it's just that big philanthropic involvement and instilling in the, the student body that you know even as students we can learn to give back we can give back but it's also we're, we're actually helping ourselves because we're improving the betterment of the university mm-hmm. also on wednesday um uh, Delta Upsilon and Circle K International are having their philanthropy duck hunt in the brickyard. So if you're there, uh, drop a dollar or two to get some water balloons or throw at uh, the ducks, the duck or the dog or the dog in the <laughs> famous duck hunt game, you know, hmm. back in the day of NES. So they'll be out there as well. So we're excited to have a lot of philanthropic events out in the brickyard. Uh, and this next is on week. April 15th, I believe, is next Wednesday. Right. Yes. So I mean, okay. if the shirts come hot off the press before that, we could be out there as early as Tuesday. Wonderful. But, you know, we want to definitely you tell everyone, yes, we are planning for Wednesday unless something happens. We'll, be, we'll definitely be out there next week. So when you go home to see your family, if you do the Easter thing, mm-hmm. then you can ask them for a small portion of paper to purchase a shirt from maybe or in some way come and support the bell tower. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, I guess my question then is, if people are donating already, like these grand sums of money, or at least from a student standpoint, grand sums of money, I guess not from the huge bell standpoint, but um, 54 of them, where, where do you see yourself? Like, what is the timeline for this, this whole action to be finished? Hmm. I mean, yeah, feel free guys to chime in too. Um, you know, you don't have to as like... As soon as the rest of the that. community... Look at that, she chimed right in. Already. <laughs> Another chime pun. Ding. But, um, <laughs> boom, boom. Um, as soon as the community really gets behind this and this, as soon as we start picking up and have that um, momentum building, I mean, it could be next semester that those bells go up. It could right. be within, you know, we could be sitting here next year thanking you guys for all your all of your support because we have the bells up. So it's just as soon as the rest of the... The campus, the community at large, everyone gets involved. The sooner the better, and the sooner those spells go up. And one thing we're waiting on is um, right now, Governor Purdue has issued an executive order, which basically says that any uh, that any campus that is a constituent of the UNC system cannot undertake That's a us. Yeah, yes that includes us uh, cannot undertake a new capital construction project, and the renovation is actually a capital construction project. So until the renovation starts. We can't actually put bells into the bell tower because the administration has been generous enough to allow us to have a what I'm calling a bell-shaped hole in the <laughs> shrine room ceiling to get the bells up to the top of the tower. So until the renovation starts, that bell-shaped hole isn't going to be there, and then we can't start the construction on the Carillon project. So until that executive order is lifted, we, you, no construction will be started, and you will see no scaffolding up around the bell tower. So, Bev, if you're listening... We would like to start soon. <laughs> soon, very soon. soon. But um, <laughs> while we're still in school, I think it would be a. An I think abs- that's. I think that's honestly where my question was going. Mm-hmm. Was you know, it is a big amount of money, and you guys have a lot of passion. And now that you're getting more people involved, as of like two weeks ago, your Facebook group blew up. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and you're getting people contacting you that are asking if they can donate, which mm-hmm. is also wonderful. Right. But people are seeking, they're seeking us out. It's awesome. But once you guys, I mean, I don't think anybody said they were a freshman or a sophomore. And maybe, and maybe you're still going to grad you school said here. Freshmen. Freshmen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you can tell it's a Monday. <laughs> lots of them, freshmen. Freshmen. <clears throat> plural. Um, <laughs> but, but where do you see this growing um, from yourself, I guess? Like, it, I realize that you would hope to have them up next fall, but are there certain mm-hmm. fundraisers you're having over the summer? Are there certain people you're going to seek out currently? Sure. Is there anyone you want to like cry to right now besides Bev Purdue? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think a lot of our, our strategies when, it, when, it, when approaching fundraising is something, it's not incredibly delicate, but it's something that we want to make known. Um, for the remainder of this semester, what we've chosen to do as a commission and voted on and decided it would be best is that we would go into public places like the Tally Plaza or the Brickyard or things of that nature and, and make, you know, set up a boost, you know, have the, the crazy bell tower man and cornhole and all this stuff, make a big scene, right? And then, you know, people come in and want to learn more about it. And that's how we, that's how we sell the first batch of shirts. Over the summer, we regroup, we rethink our strategy. If, you know, during a summer session, we could go out and do the same type of thing. But in the fall, really starts the proactive part of fundraising. So this is, this is when we contact heads of uh, different organizations on campus like IRC or different Greek organizations we've already spoken with saying, can we come to your meeting and give a three to five minute spiel about you know, what we feel uh, could really be an awesome student movement and you know, take a bunch of shirts with us and, and see, you know, we're definitely confident that we're going to get student support that way and really feel like that's a really awesome way to reach students in their comfort zone. Because nothing's going to happen if we just stand complacent in the brickyard yelling for people to come donate because that's not going to happen. And we want to be proactive about this and, and engage people and challenge them to leave a legacy. What are people going to do? The people in the, in, in the 40s decided they were going to give up their basketball tickets to, the public, you know, to public use so they could get money for the Bell Fund. What are you going to do? So it's a great way to challenge people and a great way to, to potentially get them on board. I just don't want... When my kids come to state, I don't want them asking me why there aren't bells in the bell tower. And that's mo- my motivation to get this project done while I'm still a student. What about you, Jake? What do you think? I just, you know, I love this university. I've been here for four years now. And how, just, no, like, when I found out there weren't any real bells in the bell tower, it just infuriated me <laughs> knowing that. So just, I want to know that, you know, my kids one day, and just any, the whole community at large, you know, when they hear those bells ringing, those are real bells. That represents, you know, the veterans and everyone in the entire area because it takes everyone to do this. So everyone's involved. So knowing that you're able to get that movement together, it's 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 a great, great feeling knowing that. So NC State, I love the university. So I want to know that I'm able to I'm doing something big to help it out. Let me read you a little a little cut from the uh, alumni news dated January 1922. This is right after the uh, the first section of the tower was completed, which is just the base uh, the big thick piece above the door that's not technically the tower. Um, it states here uh, almost uh, three-quarters of the way down the page, the magnificent base section of the tower has attracted widespread attention, and every day one may hear expressions of admiration for its simple beauty and dignity. And then comes the inevitable question. When will the tower be completed? The question, of course, is unanswerable. Those who have labored so long and patiently on this problem can only say, when we get the money, and from present indications, this will be a long, long time. This is 1922, and they're talking squarely in the face to us. And they're saying, when are you going to finish the tower? As a matter of fact, in bold across the bottom of this page, it says, let's finish the memorial. Have you done your part? And the very last paragraph says, The memorial can be finished quickly and paid for to the lasting credit of our alumni. If every man, now we can amend that to say, and woman, (laughs) will bear his or her part. But with the lukewarm support that has thus far been accorded the movement by a large percent of our former students, we will surely fail to our undying shame. Let's finish this job, State College men and women. First of all, let's pay up our pledges now due and then go after that fellow or woman who has not subscribed. The memorial committee will accept your note on a new pledge, and arrangements have been made with a local bank to handle this kind of paper. Write to Mr. Owen, the treasurer, for blanks. You may even make your own terms. Don't put this off another day. Delay is dangerous. 
So, I mean, even there, I feel like that just gives me goosebumps because I feel like he's completely and utterly talking to us and saying, let's finish this. Even though they know they think they're going to finish it next year, they'd never even finished the granite part until almost two decades later. So it's completely imperative to them that they finish it and they're talking straight to us. So now that everyone's been so inspired, you're <laughs> on the Facebook. Yes, finish mm-hmm. the bell yes. tower exclamation point. Finish the bell tower exclamation <laughs> point. You have a website. Yes, ncsubells.com. ncsubells.com. Keep in mind, it's not completely finished yet. Our web designer has just got on it, and uh, he's working very, very hard and diligently to make it happen, and uh, we'll hope to get that up very soon. And you have a Twitter, I think. Yeah, when the the site goes live, we'll also have a Twitter feed you can subscribe to and be updated anywhere and everywhere you want with your mobile phone. (laughs) All right. Let me, uh, if I can say one more thing. Yeah, for sure. So if I want to share with you guys... The, the one thing that has been pushing me and hopefully pushing the committee um, since day one about this has been what the final day of dedication is going to be like. When the tower is finally and truly, truly and duly dedicated. Uh, on that day when the Hillsborough Street project has been completed, the tower renovation is finished, and all 54 bells of the Carillon have been hung in the tower. And surrounding the tower base will be at large the student body, those who have made it possible from the administration, uh, those who are involved with the original project, uh, the fire chief and those gentlemen in the fire departments all around Raleigh, the city council, the mayor, uh, the all nine veterans associations associated with North Carolina, all gathered around the tower in their, in, you know, dressed in their full regalia. The three ROTC units associated with NC State's dressed in their regalia, the police force, the community at large around NC State, and more importantly, the uh, memorializing those people who fell in all the great wars of the current um, of the current times all while there's a military flyover and the grand lodge of masons and the prince hall lodge of masons together are laying a second cornerstone of the bell tower to be ushered in as this one point of civic unity that we can say the community the students and everyone involved made this happen because they wanted it to happen of their own free will and accord so hopefully that'll be soon, and you will be there if you're listening. Absolutely. <laughs> Very soon. Go down in the history books. Awesome. Thank you guys so much Thank for coming you. in Thank tonight. You. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions, totally hit up the Facebook group, hit up the website, and email any of us. My name is Matt Robbins. Rebecca Hansen. Jake Bloodworth. And we are representatives of your Traditions Commission at NC State. Thank you so much. But that's all we've got for tonight for the State of State. So remember that this show operates off of listeners' ideas, and the listeners would be you guys. So give me a shout at our hotline, uh, 860-0881-515-2400 if you have questions about tonight's show or you have a comment on what could be a potential show. Or if you don't have time currently, you can email me at stateofstate at wknc.org. And we will be back next week at 7 o'clock on a Monday night. So stay tuned. I'm pretty sure we got somebody waiting outside this room to take over. So you guys have a good night, and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.